Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Tramplings, Podcast 391. I don't really have as much to say as I expected I would. I have a little bit to say on Elder Scrolls, Onlines, Necroms, Arcanist class, and I have a little bit to say about Diablo 4. Mostly what I'll say will be talking about stuff I've heard and seen in videos, and maybe at the end, a teeny tiny bit about Gotham Knights. And that's it for this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So I don't have anything new to say about Elder Scrolls Online's Necrom quest content because I haven't really seen anything new since I talked last. I tend to save that sort of for, you know, private solo time when things are quiet and calm around me and there's only a chance for that a couple times a week and so if I don't get that then I don't feel like doing that content so I haven't really done too much. I have very briefly peeked at it, and I do like what I've seen quite a bit. There does seem to be quite a lot more in terms of lore. If you continue to talk to the characters after they say, hey, could you do the thing? Because what Elder Scrolls Online tends to do is have sort of a few quick lines about, you know, explaining what they need you to do, and then they leave it to the player to either continue talking or just leave and go do the thing. This time it feels like that extended conversation after you get the quest is quite a bit longer than previous chapters. So if you're into the lore, uh, there does seem to be quite a bit to hear and learn about. Pretty much about the Telvanni sort of group, which I believe are all Dark Elves. And then there is stuff on the Apocrypha region, because there's sort of two zones in this expansion. Mostly I've just been leveling up my Arcanist because that's very easy to do if I'm not in, you know, the best either mood or, you know, situation of where I am in terms of the noise level around me and maybe what's going on if I'm distracted and whatnot. I do like the class, but I don't like it enough to change away from my main of Templar. It does do some things Templar can't do, as pretty much all of the classes do, but it also it's sort of lacking several sort of basic things that Templar can do. Just in sort of super quick example, because I don't want to bore people who don't play, Templar has several abilities they can throw at range, and then the thing just happens uh, wherever they put it. Whereas Arcanist pretty much all requires there to be a target, so there are several abilities you can't use at all uh, if there's no target, which is... In my opinion, pretty limiting. There, there are a couple of abilities that they just kind of spam in the line, but the sort of important like resource recovery ones for helping out teammates are all uh, enemy-based, and you need a target. So if there's no target, you know you can't help the teammates. 
which, you know, compared to Templar, there's a couple of different things Templar can do to help their teammates when, you know, nobody else is around. So, like I said, that feels kind of limiting to me. But I would say if you're interested in either of those things, the expansion is definitely worth it. I think it's a good expansion, and I think I mentioned before, um, next year when the next one comes up, they tend to split them into the class and the expansion content on its own. So you would have to buy the two things separately, which is kind of a pain if you want both, but I guess cheaper uh, if you just want the one thing. But I would say if you're an Elder Scrolls Online player, it is uh, definitely worth picking up. And my thoughts on Diablo 4 are kind of mixed now. I have only gotten up to the mid-30s with both Rogue, which was starting to feel not quite very powerful, and so I switched over to Barbarian, and so I've gotten a Barbarian to the mid-30s as well. Both I've kind of not been super into getting them up, because I did play in an open beta test weekend, and then another open beta test weekend, and then a third uh, stress test weekend briefly. So basically I've taken Barbarian and Rogue up to level 25 twice, and then Rogue up to level 20 once. So, you know, this is basically my sixth and seventh time going through that early game content. So I am pretty burnt out on that content already. I'm just now starting to push past it. So hopefully my interest will pick up quite a bit. But also my interest is kind of dropping because by the time you get to your early 30s, you've pretty much unlocked all of the sort of skills and abilities you want to use. And then from there, it's just upgrading the things uh, that you want to upgrade that you think, you know, might fit your build or might fit the situation at the time that you feel you were unlocking in. So at this point, both classes are basically just hit this one ability and then spam this other one and you'll blow up, you know, half of the screen. And it's starting to get to that point where it's just blow up a half a screen of guys at a time. And once the ARPGs you know, no matter which ones I play, start doing that, I start to lose a lot of interest. So, I don't know, I'll probably finish the campaign with both characters, and if I continue, uh, we'll see. I'll uh, let people know in the future. But I've also seen a lot of videos that talk about sort of the end game and past 50 to when you get to 70, which is tier 3 world content, they say it gets pretty grindy. And then from 70 plus, they say tier 4 content where you get the best drops. They say it gets really incredibly grindy. So if it's like already feeling kind of repetitive to me, uh, I don't know if I will continue to play you know, into those end games. I guess we'll see. With Diablo 3, I think I got to the end on Demon Hunter one time. And then I started the campaign again and got like halfway through and just lost interest. And then when Crusader came out, I played through with Crusader once. But after that, with neither of those classes, was I interested in continuing and grinding, you know, past the end game? Because there wasn't really anything to do with Diablo 3 uh, at the time I was playing. It's just you hit end game and then you're just repeatedly grinding the same things over and over and over. And it just got really boring. So I don't know, hopefully there is more to do with Diablo 4. There is supposed to be uh, sort of high-end endgame dungeons that they 
are going to cycle, I think, once a week. So maybe that should be uh, more interesting. But I guess we'll see uh, in time and uh, see how I feel about those endgame grinds when I get there. And the last thing I have to talk about is I have been playing Gotham Knights uh, in my offline time. And it's pretty fun. It is definitely not uh, the Arkham games of old. There are several differences. One big difference is there are now levels, which I don't really understand the point of the levels other than to gate uh, sort of content in terms of what gear you get, which again, I, I don't see really the point on having gear. It's adding a bunch of systems that the Arkham games didn't have before that it doesn't really feel like they need. So I don't know uh, how that will feel for some people. To me, so far, it has felt okay. The story is really the big reason why I'm playing it, which is uh, pretty cool and interesting. I've only gotten up to level 13. Uh, I think I'm on like night 5 or 6. So I would guess I'm probably not all that far into the game. There are four characters for you to pick from, and they've made it really weird because you can switch characters whenever you want in between the nights. You go out to the night and then you come back to the belfry and then that's where you do all your conversations. But all of your upgrades are also locked to the belfry. So if you want to change your suit, you want to change your weapons, you want to upgrade stuff, the only time you can do it is in the belfry. And the characters are upgraded in terms of level. So all four of my characters are level 13, even though I have only played Tim Drake's Robin. But because Robin is the only character I've played with in, you know, going out in patrol at night, he's the only one who has upgraded gear, and he's the only one who has gotten any talent points. So taking out any other character would mean I'd basically be completely starting over, and they would be probably struggling like hell until the end of that first night, and then they'd be, you know, in theory fine. But then that would mean that Robin would be a night behind. So it seems really weird. There's also special missions you will come across after you get enough clues. I would highly recommend you wait uh, until the end of the level range before you do them. I got one for Mr. Freeze that was level 10 to 13. I thought, oh, hey, I'm level 10. I have not had any problems so far, really. I'll try this mission. And I went through it just fine. I got through all the minions you know, without too much issue. Then I got to Mr. Freeze. And then, oh boy, was that problematic. I was hitting him for like 19 damage a pop. And he had this huge bar and it was barely moving. And I thought, what the crap? I got him to a special phase, which thankfully it saved at that point. But it took me probably like an hour to get him like a fifth of the way down in health. And I was thinking, this can't be right. So I stopped for the night. You know, like I said, it saved me at that point, so that was cool. But then I went online and I looked at somebody's playthrough of it. And they were playing Jason Todd, which, you know, that doesn't really matter. I think the characters would all, you know, like I said, be roughly equal. But he was doing like 1,200 a hit. So almost 100 times as much damage. So I don't know, maybe he was overleveled, or maybe just the difference in gear and level of those three levels would be, you know, that different. I haven't gone back to try it since then, but if 
that is the case, man, there are some really harsh leveling difference uh, hits. So definitely take those special missions, and if you struggle, just back out of them. In the pause menu screen, there's the option to just, I think it's like cancel mission, and then you'll just go back to the Belfry, and it will act like you had not chosen that mission. You'll keep your experience and stuff, I think, but if you struggle at all, just have no fear canceling out of that mission and just go back to the uh, regular night patrols and try again later. But I like it. I think it, it was uh, definitely worth the like 20 or 25 I paid for it. I would definitely not recommend uh, paying much more than that because it is not uh, a masterpiece by any means unless you are really, 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 really into the that kind of game. But like I said, it is kind of like the Arkham games, kind of not. There are uh, a lot of things different about it. I'm sure if you go watch any reviews or gameplay, you can see the differences for yourself and decide if that's a thing you might want to uh, pick up or not. But that's all I have for this time. all I have for this podcast. My tongue is a little bit swollen and weird. You might notice my talking sounds a little bit differently or my uh, speech is a little bit different than normal. That would probably be why. It's kind of like I'm biting the edge of it a little bit when I talk. Hopefully everybody will have a good uh, 4th of July pew pew day. I don't know what I'll talk about next podcast. Remnant 2 is coming at the end of July, so I think in two podcasts I should have that to talk about. I am very super excited for that. But I don't know uh, what else I could talk about, uh, especially next time in three weeks. But hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks, bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. 
I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License, 2023.